This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to Milwaukee's longest culinary podcast, This Bites, with your host, food writer and critic, the very young, 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 <laughs> Anne Christensen and me, who just recently joined a- old, ARP old, old. after celebrating turning 50. Looky, looky, who's turned yeah. 50. Turn 50. It doesn't really rhyme. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to talk about uh, prunes and and oatmeal and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> like me, I yeah. Stack up on those prunes, Tariq. I'm going to send you a case of those. <laughs> you got me. What the Costco got me a gallon of prune juice. But anyway, <laughs> joking aside, uh, on this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we're going to talk about uh, hyphen. Uh, station that's uh, underrated in Milwaukee. We have an anti-gala. I'd like to share the menu, the concept we did. Uh, really cool stuff. I can't wait to share that. We're also going to talk about this really cool Polish market that Ann wrote about. It was even a downtown cocktail bar with a raw bar included. We got hot dogs on the menu and uh, a Sunday dinner at Lupi and Iris. But we kick it off with uh, Farm. I guess, you know, when you turn 50, they send you to the farm, right? Is that what they do? <laughs> you'll be you'll be joining me at the farm, Tariq. Yeah. Thank you. Send um, Tariq to the farm. But yeah, uh, <laughs> over on Milwaukee Magazine, there's a great story about a really interesting farm. Uh, what's the details on that? Okay, so this farm is out in Stone Bank, which is kind of in uh, Waukesha County near Okachi Lake, that area. And... Um, it is just a really cool kind of, you know, organic farm. They're growing herbs, vegetables, things of that nature. And there's an old church on the property that they converted into like a little market. So um, you can go in there, you can you can buy their fresh produce, their fresh herbs. They have salad greens, um, but they also have an interesting initiative where they take the surplus of what they have um, of these ingredients and they, um, you know, make different prepared foods out of it. So grab and grow, grab and go soups and salads, smoothies, things like that. Um, And then they have, um, uh, they have an executive chef kind of, who is sort of a kind of a um, consultant, if you will. And that is Kyle Nall. We've talked about him a lot. He is the owner of Birch Restaurant here in Milwaukee. A southerner too, like me. So yeah. yeah. And he comes in once a week and cooks with the kitchen staff there. And I guess culinary director is what his title is there. Um, but it's just a really great, it's a great farm. And um, you know, this this summer they they do stuff like yoga on the farm. They have seasonal farm dinners. Um, cooking classes. They have a kids on the farm program that's in progress right now. Um, but, you know, if you are looking for some really great grass-fed meat, um, you know, uh, local granola, dried pasta, fresh eggs, vegetables, things like that, take a trip out there. It's really worth going to. Okay, cool. I just also want to quickly highlight, uh, you brought this to my attention, heirloom uh, the food truck heirloom had some unfortunate news happening not too long ago. Their food truck went on fire. Unfortunately, um, that's really because you you rave about them, right? 
I, I, yeah, I love what they do. I mean, it's farm to table food truck, which that's unusual and their food is the quality is really great. Yeah. So I know they have a GoFundMe to raise money to get back there on their feet, but right now, uh, over on their social, they are uh, allowing you to order their full menu be available at their soon-to-be brick and mortar. So uh, you can order directly from their uh, from their west and their website. From their website, you just select a date and pick up, and then you simply ride a new location at during your designated time. So you can uh, pick up your food there and show them some support. We'll post links to that and all their GoFundMe and all that over at RadioMilwaukee.org. And then one other thing about them, uh, the location that they're moving into, their brick and mortar, is the old Lazy Susan. Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked, remember we talked about that. Coming up on this bite, we'll continue our conversation uh, about a Polish market, a cocktail bar, and an anti-gala, which I am taking part in next week. That's coming up on this bites. We'll be right back. April showers bring May flowers potholes, and flat tires. If you've been saving up for a rainy day, those days are here. If you're in need of a more reliable ride, donate your old one to Radio Milwaukee. Did you know? A single vehicle donation can be almost three times as valuable as a single cash donation. Think of it as a financial super bloom for this public radio station. Learn more by going to radiomilwaukee.org slash cars. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcast with Ann Christensen and uh, me, who is uh, creaking along at the age 50. You know, that Ann, juice is going to help you out, though. It's yeah. going to keep you going. <laughs> keep me going somewhere. Um <laughs> Uh, some of you might know, uh, I, I, we at Radio Milwaukee, we have, we kind of did this rebranding kind of thing. And uh, so the, the, the structure is Radio Milwaukee is the media company and under Radio Milwaukee umbrella, there's 88.9, which most people know, and then Hyphen, which I helped launch uh, last Juneteenth. Uh, so we just recently have the one year anniversary. Uh, on August 3rd, we're doing a fundraiser, the Hyphen Anti-Gala. It's really a great event to raise funds for Hyphen to continue to do our work in the community and on air. And I want to share a little details about it. It's August 3rd, but we did something really special. Um, we have a, a curated menu, the events at Market Center for Performing Arts. We partnered with Jason Austin at Heaven's Table to create the menu. This is what makes the Anti-Gala, because most galas, you just you just get what you get wherever you go, right? You don't really sometimes curate means like, you know, so we want to create, curate a special menu to reflect the unique culture, black culture. And uh, Chef Austin created a kind of three dishes, a three course meal, plus it's a dessert, like this banana pudding dessert. Mm. Um, but the three encores to choose from we have is this oven fried chicken, which like cornflakes on it, pepper jack mac and cheese and collard greens. Ooh. The other one is blackened catfish, vegetarian dirty rice, and collard greens. And for a vegetarian, there's Hoppin' John and uh, vegetarian wow. dirty rice. Do you know what Hoppin' John is, right? I've made Hoppin' John. Yeah. So, it's, so it's black-eyed peas and um, what else is in there? It's vegetables, other vegetables. Vegetables, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I made again, it on New Year's Eve this past year. Oh, wow. So you, 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 you're you trying to be like... Uh, Southerners, black Southerners. I try. I try. And, so, and you know what? You know what that means you do it New Year's Eve. You know, you, when you eat black and peas on New Year's Day, you know what that means, right? It's supposed to be good luck, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. 
Um, But let me just tell you that if you make them, get some really good hot smoked paprika. That stuff is a game changer. That made my Hop and John hop. Wow. Cool. Really good. You should share that recipe. I will. All right. And it was it um it was vegetarian. I didn't yeah. you know, use any animal products in yeah. there. Traditionally it's supposed to be vegetarian, but you can't add stuff into it if you don't want to be vegetarian, I guess. Next, uh uh you have we kind of briefly talked about this not on the show, but there's over the website, there's a Polish market. Tell me about this place. So I we might have even talked about it when it opened. Um uh, I don't know if I'm even saying it correctly, but Violetta is mm-hmm. the name of this market. And that's the name of one of the owners. So it's a married couple. They're both from Poland and they own this, this market that is uh, on the South side, South of Bayview, you know, and what a great market this is. It is big. It, I mean, it seems fairly big. It's not huge, but it's, it's spacious. There's lots and lots of stuff. So if you were to go in there, um, I would head straight to the freezers because they have all these frozen Polish soups, um, uh, different entrees. They have frozen the biggest selection of frozen pierogies I've ever seen. Really? Um, yeah. And um, it's, you can also get fresh baked goods. So they have punchki every day, which are those Polish donuts that have different fillings like prunes. Okay. They have a prune oh, yeah. mm, one. Yeah. fresh, fresh um, rolls. Um, there's all these imported items. So like imported candies and um, pantry items. And then you go up to the counter and there's like this big butcher counter with all these different like Polish sausages and head cheese and all this interesting stuff. Um, it's just a great shop to go to. I, I was pretty impressed. Um, and when I, I haven't been back in there since, but when I talked to um, Adam, who is one of the owners, uh, he was talking about having um, actual like prepared meals that are hot that you can pick oh. up to go. Um, nice. And uh, a really great place to kind of um, see exactly what they have on their menu is to check out their Facebook, actually. But they just, I'm like, here's a post I just saw. It is, you know, sausage and pierogi and kind of like pickled vegetables. Um, they do uh, like stuffed cabbage leaves. So delicious. It's really mm. like comfort style food at just really, really delicious. Nice. Um, so I'm a fan. Cool. Yeah. Check it out, Tariq. Violetta is located at 3955 South Howell Avenue. We post links to that and more, as you know, over at RadioMilwaukee.org. So over on Urban Milwaukee, they reported there's going to be a new downtown cocktail bar, which will feature Prohibition-era drinks and a raw bar. But we get another raw bar in this city. As you know, we mentioned the other raw bar, 1033, recently opened over here in Walker's Point. So this place is going to be called Vault. Mm, Interesting. You should have been like, ooh, ah, Vault. (laughs) Uh, Vault is coming coming soon to the Associated Bank River Center 
at a, a 111 East Kilbourne Avenue. Um, it's going to be located on the west side of the building. It'll be cocktails, including as Prohibition-era libations. I'm always curious about that kind of thing. So they created special cocktails during the Prohibition. That's what they're basically saying, right? Is that what that means? So before the Prohibition, they had these normal cocktails. Then during Prohibition, they created new types of cocktails. Is that what that means, right? Prohibition cocktails. Prohibition-era cocktails. Because it's like when the Prohibition happened, it got underground and decided to create a whole bunch of new cocktails. Is that what I'm guessing? I don't know. It's just... Mm -hmm. I guess. I mean, I've seen that term too. Yeah. As you know, Tariq, I am not much of a drinker. So right. I, you are the one <laughs> who, who <That's>, you know, <laughs> partakes yeah. so often. Um, I honestly don't really know. I mean, you were, you were living during I mean, that time, right? What's, what did you say? You were living during the prohibition time. Uh, funny. <laughs> you're, you're so. But anyway. So so they have these prohibition era libations. I'm really curious. I want to learn more about that, like the history, if this is really a history of cocktails. Maybe uh, but we anyway. should talk about this at some point because now yeah. I'm really curious. I, I don't honestly know. Yeah. So they don't have that during all the kind of stuff you will expect at a place like this. But they're also going to have snacks for pairing. There will be raw bar featuring tiger prawns, uh, ceviche tiger made prawns. with shrimp and avocado, sweet potato lime, and tortilla chips. And then we'll have ahi tuna with togarashi, orange, Ooh. cucumber, scallion, white soy sauce, and wonton crisps, fresh oysters. Of course, serve the the normal accoutrements like horseradish, mignonettes, and uh, enhanced with caviar, shallots, and all that kind of stuff. Snacks include almonds, olives, chips, uh, seasonal burrata salad, warm pimento cheese with crostini and a charcuterie board with artisan cheese, cured meats, hot honey, pickle and mustards. So expect this place vault to be open at the end of August, which will be uh, next to other concepts like Toro Tacos and Bowl, Not Box, and On Rye at the River Center Market. So look forward to vault. I kind of like you that. Know, vault. Yeah. I got to get, I get, I, I'm very curious about this. Prohibition cocktails. Like, is there a history? Because you see that name a lot. Like, it always makes you think. So when Prohibition started, all the old cocktails went away and they created new cocktails out of necessity to hide what they're, I don't, I don't know, you know, kind of curious. Yeah. Yeah. But our good friends mm -hmm. at Boone and Crockett uh, is launching a new uh, concept called Doobie Dogs. Food Doobie truck. Dogs. Over, of course, yeah. over near the Cooperage and Boone and Crockett at 818 North Water Street. These dogs, according to On Milwaukee, are inspired by the band members of the Grateful Dead. And then you used to go to the shows back in the 60s, so you can tell me all about it later. Some of the dogs include the Jerry, as a take on a Sonoran hot dog with lettuce, beans, bacon bits, tomato relish, and drizzle of avocado, Tabasco, and aioli, and a topping of crispy onions, cilantro. Hey, Boone and Crockett, please use crystal hot sauce. No advice. Yeah. Don't use Tabasco. Use Crystal. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> I don't like Tabasco. I think it's just not a good hot sauce. Just I don't like it either. either. We're in agreement. Crystal, and it's hard to find Crystal in Milwaukee lately, but Crystal is the it is the thing that you should use instead of Tabasco. But, you know, to each his own. Um, get some hate mail from Tabasco people. But anyway. <laughs> they also, I forgot to mention, they're using Nathan hot dog, which I do love. I hope they're using Nathan hot dogs with the the skin. The um. Oh, with the yeah, 
Yeah, I can't find that anywhere. I love having the um, what's what's that called? The casing. The casing. The casing. Yeah, I like I like my hot dogs with a casing, I like that snap, and I it's hard Dude. to find that. Yeah, I can't I can't find it anywhere in the grocery stores. I guess I have to go out in the suburbs to get that. As long um, as it's not chewy, I've had I've had sausages where the casing is on there, and yeah. I do not like it when it's chewy. But Nathan's does a good job. Okay. And also Hebrew National, when they have the casing, also does a good job, by the way. I know my hot dogs, I guess. Uh, that's what happens when you're 50. You can name off the brands of hot dogs, I guess. Um, the Bobby mimics a Chicago dog. Pickles, jalapeno, relish, tomato relish, mustard, red onions, celery dust. Uh, the Mickey sounds a little healthy. Arugula, corn salad, avocado, Tabasco, cojita cheese, radishes, and crispy onions. They also have other options like the pig pen which is beans, queso, tomato relish, sour cream, cojita cheese, scallions, crispy onions, and the brints, lettuce, beans, barbecue sauce, ranch, scallions, and crispy onions. So definitely worth checking out over at Boone and Crockett. Doobie dogs. Yeah. And finally, uh, Loopy and Iris. I, I had a surprise party at Loopy and Iris. So big shouts out to uh, my partner, Ray, for putting that on. It was a beautiful evening with some uh, amazing people on my surprise birthday party. So yeah, they gave me, uh, they had to chew my food for me. They had to chew your food for you? I'm 50. I can't eat, you know, solid food. (laughs) Yeah. It was a great meal. The sword, I never, most times I had swordfish. We talked about this. It's like, most places swordfish is like dry chicken breast. Loopy and I swordfish. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I know. You see. So Loopy and Iris is hosting a special Italian Sunday dinner this coming Sunday, the four-course Italian Sunday supper. Beverage pairings will be available for addition costs. Here's a little sampling of the menu. Starting off with roasted marinated peppers, cured Italian meats, Italian cheese, olives, and rustic bread. Then there's a Sunday salad, mixed lettuce, endives with fennel, cherry tomatoes, hard-boiled egg, cucumbers, and an herb vinaigrette, followed by tomato braised flank steak, pork tenderloin, and Italian sauce with rigatoni pasta, and a San Marzano tomato sauce, green beans, and Parmigiano breadcrumbs. And finally, chocolate cake with vanilla ice cream, chantilly cream, and berries. We'll post a link if you're interested to check that dinner out over at Loopy and Iris. Well, that wraps up this edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced and edited by Kim Shine with support and generosity from our membership. Learn more about This Bites. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts or just head over to RadioMilwaukee.org. Please remember feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. Keep the Malord cold and think about adding prune juice to it.